In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To love greatly is to be willing to open yourself up to great pain. In love, we make ourselves vulnerable to another. Love necessitates a relationship in which we let our guard down and allow others to be close, to get to know us, and we get to know them. It is only in these intimate relationships where we are fully known that we can experience love to its fullest. Yet we also run the risk of being deeply wounded. Tonight marks the beginning of the quick turn of events which lead to the end of our Lord's earthly ministry. There are many instances in John's Gospel where Jesus' life is threatened, but he always seems to escape because his hour had not yet come. Tonight his hour has come. Tonight is full of joy and betrayal, of love and abandonment. Of all the events which take place on this most holy night, perhaps the most dramatic is the liturgy of the foot washing, combined with the unsettling knowledge of the approaching betrayal of Judas. But tonight is not known as foot washing Thursday or betrayal Thursday. It is Maundy Thursday, the night in which Jesus gave us a mandate, a new commandment, to love one another. When we observe and participate in tonight's liturgy, we must remember this overarching theme, this new command to love one another as Jesus has loved us, so that all will know we are his disciples. We don't know what to do with foot washing, either as an observer or a participant. Either way, it makes us uncomfortable. The act itself is quite intimate. There is no doubt it made the disciples uncomfortable too. While we wear shoes and socks and our feet may perspire, the disciples wore sandals and walked down dirty roads daily. Washing the feet of dinner guests was a task reserved for servants and slaves. After this last meal that Jesus enjoyed with those he loved, he stood up, took off his banqueting garments, and put on the garments of a slave, and began to wash the disciples' feet. Here Jesus breaks all cultural norms about disciple-teacher relationships. This is just one of the ways that Jesus is showing us how he loves us. It would be natural to focus on Jesus' humility, his ultimate servant leadership, and speak about how we should just try to be more like Jesus. What would Jesus do, as the bracelets say? But this is not the gospel. As those in Christ, we should strive to be more like Jesus, but tonight we are being challenged by the love of Jesus. Not only to model his love, but to receive his love and to allow him to wash us. The gospel is not simply to try harder. It is to recognize your pain, your sin, and your brokenness and allow Jesus to see these wounds and heal them. Do we want Jesus to cleanse us? As Jesus asked the man at the pool of Bethsaida, do you want to be healed? The question is the same for us. Peter's initial reaction to Jesus is to forbid him 
Thou shalt never wash my feet, he cried. And then Jesus replied, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part in me. Being in relationship with Jesus means allowing him to love your whole person, not just the person that others see. It means allowing him to wash not just your feet, but your hands and your feet and your head. For this cleansing to take place, we need to remove the false garments we have put on ourselves and put on the cloak of Christ's forgiveness. We have new life in Christ because he restores us into communion with God, the giver of life. When we are not in a right relationship with God, we stumble and fall because we are walking in darkness. After Jesus washed the feet of all 12 disciples, he surprisingly says to them, Ye are not all clean. Before the foot washing in John's gospel, we read that the devil had already entered the heart of Judas, who may have experienced an outward washing, but he did not allow himself to be cleansed. Judas had a friendship with Jesus. He was a close disciple for three years. It is believed that at the Last Supper, John the Beloved sat on Jesus' right, and Judas sat immediately to his left. In the face of betrayal, Jesus showed love to all his disciples, even Judas. When we ignore the forgiveness that Jesus offers us, we betray him. When we embrace a lifestyle of sin and doubt instead of love and forgiveness, we abandon Jesus. Tonight, at the end of our service, the altar will be stripped. The fair linens will be removed, and we will take part in the humiliation and abandonment of our Lord. It will be us who betray and abandon him, and yet his love is with us to the end. As John's Gospel says, Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.